see y'all here tonight. We're short a few tonight, but that's okay. The Lord is with us. Amen? Amen. I thought about having Zach cut the PA cord again like he did last time, so I'd get y'all suited up a little closer to me so you could hear me. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate that. But anyway, I want to get uh, right into the word of the Lord tonight. Uh, we'll begin by doing our declaration. If you would, please stand. Here we go. Lord, today by faith, we declare that we are walking in the manifestation season. As your faithful remnant, we will house your very presence. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and he has delivered us from all of our troubles and fears. We are no longer victims, but we are victors in Christ. We will not be deceived by the lies of the enemy, but we will give health, healing, and wholeness to the hopeless and those in despair. We live under your anointing and see the revealed purpose of Christ in each of our lives. We declare your everlasting word on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Give God praise. <laughs> we remain standing, please. I'm going to ask Brother Marvin if he would pray over tonight's message, please. Amen. You may be seated. I don't plan to keep you long tonight. <laughs> See how that works. Okay. I first want to share, before I get into my actual scripture, 2 Timothy 3.16, which says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, and instruction in righteousness. And I believe tonight's message is one of instructions. And for some, maybe it's a moment of correction. I feel it's a word of sound biblical advice, though, to those who are desiring to live as a believer, but find themselves at times struggling to do so. And I want to begin by prefacing a question to you. Could it be your surroundings and the people you surround yourself with being, with, with be contributing to, to being a big part of your struggles? Have you ever considered that could be an underlying contributor? In other words, to put it simple, could it be you're hanging out in the wrong places with the wrong people? So let me begin here giving some instructive scripture to you, some wisdom for you to consider. Found in Proverbs 13 and 20, I'll read it from the New King James Version. It says, he that walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Now, tonight, I'm going to be teaching on a topical subject that can affect every single one of our lives, with no exception, can really bring struggle to trying to live righteous. Proverbs 13, verse 20, I want to read it one more time so you get this clearly. He that walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Meaning those who hang out with fools will watch their life fall to pieces, be destroyed. 
What I would like you to understand tonight is you never are just hanging out. But there's a lot more going on than you realize between you and the people that you surround your life with. You see, life is like a chain. And every single one of us is connected to someone. You see, when you're born... When you're born, you become connected to someone. And all these prior links in this chain represent great-great-grandpa and great-grandpa and grandpa and mom and dad and brothers and sisters and friends and teachers and pastors and coaches and all kinds of people in your life that throughout your life you became connected to once you were born. And your life began. But here's what you must understand. In the chain of your life, there's always an invisible flow going on. There is a current from the other people that you are connected to in your life. Now, this current not only comes to you, it passes through you to others. This is how life operates, and this is how life starts for you, and it's how life continues to be. And that invisible flow that I'm talking about is called influence. And anytime two people connect, influence takes place either positive or negative. Impacting your life as well as others, it impacts your home, it impacts your children, it impacts your career, it impacts your friends. There's a flow in, and there's also a flow out. People you are connected to are either going to influence you negatively or positively. Some will add to your life. Some will subtract. Some enhance your life, but some will shut you down. Some make you better, but some make you bitter. Some strengthen your faith, and some will weaken your faith. Some will encourage you, and some people will discourage you. And you got to understand as you hang out in your life that there is friends and there's adversaries. There's people for you, and there's people against you. There's partners, and there's predators. There's teammates, and there's opponents. There's embalmers, and there's anointers. There's always two opposite forces. And Jesus said it this way, you're either for me or you're against me. See, there's a lot of people out there to possibly connect to and hang out with, but it's never as innocent as it appears. Anybody know anybody who started hanging out with someone new, and it changed them for the worst. It changed their attitude. It had changed their appearance. It changed their outlook on life. Have you ever heard it said, he used to be a great guy until he started hanging out with that guy? Have you heard? He used to come to church all the time till he got mixed up with that girl. Or she's all right to be around as long as she's not hanging around with Susie. Because when she's hanging around with Susie, she's a total snob, and she's totally different. What makes him or her act differently is negativity, the influence of the one he or she is hanging out with. Ever seen someone hang out with a new crowd, and it makes them better? That happens too. Ever found yourself saying, ever since she got rid of that joker, she's so much fun, more fun to be around? She's so much more happier now? Or have you ever heard it said, once he got involved with that group, he excels in his studies now. 
Man, that teacher really made a difference in his life. Man, since he's been going to that youth group, he's not the same kid. Why? Because the influence is positive. Influence is powerful, and it's often underestimated. Want to change your life? Let me tell you, change your influences. That sounds too simple to many, but it sounds too hard for others. Truth is, there are some people who spend their whole life covered in contamination of past relationships. They hung out with people who had issues, seeing no harm in it at first, and now they got some of the same issues. They didn't do drugs, but now they're addicted. They weren't critical, but now they're critical. They weren't analytical, but now they're analytical. They didn't cheat, now they're a cheater. They didn't steal, but now they're, they're stealing. They weren't lazy, but now they won't work half the time. Somebody else's stuff got on you, and guess what happens now? You're going to pass it on through the chain. It came to you, you connected to it, and now everyone that connects to you will be influenced by what influenced you. Have you ever heard someone say, that whole family that is that way? They won't work. They're all just lazy. Why? Because it's been passed on. Negative influence breeds a negative life. On the same hand, positive influences breeds a positive life. Have you ever heard one say, that's such a good family. Every one of them are the most kind and honest people I've ever met. <coughs> Why? Because it was passed on. Influence is invisible, but it attaches to other people's lives. Flowing into your children's, your friends, your family members, the apostle spent, Paul said it one day to a group called the Galatians. In the Galatians 3.1, he said this very thing. He said, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you would stray from life and truth? He didn't say what has bewitched you. He said who has bewitched you? Who has influenced you? In other words, he was asking who you've been hanging out with? Who you've been eating with at Colton's? Talk to me. Who got in your head? Who convinced you to believe such stuff? Who encouraged you to get on their bandwagon? Who's breeding this stuff? He was asking, who is the influence? And folks, it happens all the time. You'll start hanging around someone with a negative agenda, and before the meal's over, you're singing the same song as them. No facts to their negative agenda, just assumptions and a personal vendettas. And before it's over, you end up caught up in something you normally wouldn't have been. And the moment the negative conversation started, you should have got up and left and went home. And then find some new friends to hang out with. If not, you become one of them. Because remember, birds of a feather flock together. <coughs> remember, Proverbs 13 and 20. Hang out with fools and you will be destroyed. Paul wanted to know and was saying to them, you think it's not affecting you? But I can see it's affecting you by your actions. You're different. Influence is either negative or positive. Guard yourself. Now, I thank God for positive influences. Because I wouldn't be here today except for me changing who I was hanging out with. Back before Christ changed my life, it was negative influences all the time. I can tell you they weren't positive folks. I was hanging out with people I shouldn't have been hanging out with. I was hanging out in places I shouldn't have been hanging out in, and I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing. I mean, I give God all the glory for me being here, but I am suggesting to you 
had I not got away from the negative bunch I was hanging with, I could have been in danger of falling away from the greatest thing that ever happened in my life the day I got saved. I knew I had to change friends. And I didn't have to have someone to tell me it either. God put it in my heart to do it. And then I prayed, God, give me some new friends. People get saved, and then they try to go hang out with the old crowd. They won't last too long. Why? Because the negative crowd would influence them to give up. I remember when I first got saved, I was playing in a rock and roll band at that time. I had for about 25 years. And when I told the band I was quitting <coughs> because I'd given my life to Christ, they were all like, oh, man, you don't have to do that, man. People go to church all the time. You can still play music. I said, no, I can't. I have to quit. I have to leave this crowd because I have to move on with my life. If this is what I desired for my life, they couldn't be my influence. They would have brought me back down. I didn't need to go where they were. I needed them to come where I am. And some of them have through the years. Two of the musicians I used to play with are now worship leaders in churches. Praise God. Amen. You get negative on me, I'm gone, I'm moving on. And after I got saved, God began to put men and women of positive influence into my life. I can look around this room tonight, and I can see Chuck Lambert and, and Pastor and Jenny, and I can see Chuck Richardson, and I can see Bill Marvin. So many of you have made such a positive influence on my life. And I want to say tonight publicly, I thank you for positively influencing my life. I give God praise for you. Folks, it was a choice. I could have chose either way. But I chose the influence that was going to better me, not destroy me. I want to hang out with people who are going where I'm going. Now, here's one for you. It's better to hang out on your own than with the wrong people. Now, that's a hard one for some. Do you know how many people would rather hang out around with somebody or just anybody rather than be alone, regardless how the influence affects their life? I understand loneliness is a real issue. God don't want you lonely, hanging out always on your own, because you're vulnerable when you're alone. But it's better to do, though, until you get connected to the right people. Have you ever seen a new kid in school, being in school, come in pretty straight, but he wants to fit in so bad that he fits in with the bad? Longing for friendship takes the first relationship offered to him. I've seen this all the time in the grocery business, being a store manager. I hired a lot of teenagers throughout those 25 years. And I would hire a, a young boy or a young girl would walk in there, and they were so naive, and, and they're tender-hearted, and they have a great spirit about them. They're good kids, and they go to school, and they get good grades, and, and they're just good people. But 90 days later, they get tied up with the wrong influence, just one wrong influence. And before you know it, they're acting different, they're talking different, they're dressing different. And I see their lives changing right before my eyes, and I can realize there's been a bad influence in their life. But they wanted to fit in so badly, though, they were willing to just do whatever to fit in and, and feel like they were part of, part of something. But the same is for men and women longing for relationships. The first one who reaches out or pays attention to them, they connect with them. Instead of waiting for Mr. Right, then they wonder why they've been married five times. You want some good, sound, biblical advice? Then I'm going to let the Word of God instruct you right here. These are not going to be my words. 
Let's read Proverbs 12 and 26, and let's just see if what I'm telling you tonight is right. Proverbs 12, 26 says, The righteous, say the righteous, should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. He's saying, be cautious of the friendships you choose. And he's saying, you should choose your friends carefully. It can happen in the church, too. Can I tell you, everybody in church isn't here always for the right reasons. Sometimes we've got some creepers you pass through. But because you're wanting to fit in so bad, you don't choose your friends carefully and you end up getting hurt. It can happen, though, folks, in any circle of relationships. Now, there's a difference being friendly and being in a friendship. Friendly, you speak to them, you welcome them, you accommodate them. But in a friendship, you hang out with them, you share, you're connected. And please hear this scripture, the word cautious, carefully. Be friendly with everyone, but be cautious in friendships. Hang out with the wrong crowd and watch your life literally be destroyed. Ever heard the testimony of a lot of convicts? Their most famous line when explaining how they ended up in prison is, I got mixed up with the wrong crowd. I started hanging out with the wrong bunch. All it takes is one bad influence to change the whole course of your life. I've seen this happen in high school. In high school, in, in their senior year, we had a work program. You go to school half a day, and then you worked half a day. I was in that program. And then they had a competition, marketing competition. I entered it. Unfortunately, I, I, I did place and got to go to the Nationals with five other people. Well, six, three of us, there were six of us guys. Three, we stayed in one room, and the other three stayed in another room. There was a young man who went with us. His name was Brian. Brian was a little different than us. He had a lot of expectations in the life, a very, 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 very,